0: Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey y'all, welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. So today's episode, I'm really excited about it because in this season, I just love how God is calling out or calling forth so many new believers during this quarantine. You know, there have been a wave of emotions. And when God placed that title on my heart, I was just like, yes, like this is it. Because if you think about when the quarantine first started, at first you were kind of sad and then sometimes you're kind of excited and then other times you're kind of inquisitive and then other times you're kind of motivated and it's just like the emotions of this season of our lives just comes and it comes in different waves. and some waves are here to allow us to float to new levels and other waves just seems like it's simply taking us out and we're drowning or we're not ever going to make it to our destiny so in this season I felt like God giving me this episode waves of emotions was so not just intentional but also purposeful and when I was reading the passage that we're going to read today, it instantly made me think about people who are just starting their relationship with Christ, people who are just stepping into their purpose. So grab your journals because today we're talking about wave of emotions and we're coming from the book of Jonah chapter one. Small disclaimer, you guys, some of you guys know that I'm currently on vacation with my family, so I'm recording this episode outside. So if it sounds like it's an epo- echo, that's why y'all, I'm out of town, but we're gonna get this word nonetheless. If you would like to sew into today's word, today we're sewing a solid. Sometimes when waves of emotions come, it comes and it forces us to lose our balance. It forces us to lose our clarity and we seem like we don't know what direction to go in. It seems like we don't know what God wants from us next or what he asked for us to do in the last season. So today we're sowing a solid seed so that we're solid in the face of new adventures and in the face of past failures. We're solid regardless of the season. We're content in anything that God calls us to. We are being grounded at all times in all seasons in spite of what waves come our way if you would like to sow the solid seed the information will be in a description box you can sow at my cash app dollar sign the christian bay or my paypal the christian bay at gmail.com let's get into the word Some of you may be familiar with the book of Jonah, but some of you may not. So I'm going to give you guys a brief summary. In Jonah 1, it's literally titled Jonah Runs from the Lord. And this Bible book starts off talking about how God gave a message to Jonah and told him, get up and go to the great city of Nineveh and announce my judgment against it because I have seen how wicked some people are. It then explains how Jonah got up and went in the opposite direction of where God told him to go. It talks about how when he went in the opposite direction, he found a ship that was leaving. He decided that he was going to escape from the Lord by selling, get on the ship. Then a powerful wind came over the sea and threatened to break the ship. While the wind came, the people on the ship went and woke up Jonah like, how can you sleep during a time like this? You don't see what's happening. You need to get up and pray. Then eventually they figured out that Jonah was the reason for the ship being about to fall apart in the water. So then they said, Jonah, you got to figure out what we got to do because we can't sail through storms like this. Like this season is not okay. We can't stay in this. What do we have to do? So eventually Jonah was like, it's because of me. Throw me over the ship and then my God will stop this storm. Eventually they did it. They threw him over the ship and then it says that the storm stopped. It says the raging sea and the storm, storm stopped at once. The sailors were were awestruck by the Lord's great power and then they began to serve him and it says that after that happened the Lord had arranged for a great fish to swallow Jonah and Jonah was inside the fish for three night three days and three nights that is the quickest summary okay one minute and 35 seconds If you're a faithful listener of the Christian Bay podcast, you know that whenever God takes me to a scripture, I ask him, God, what is it that you want me to say to the bays? What is it that you want me to talk about today? What's the word that you have for them today? And God placed on my heart that I want you to talk about giving your life to Christ and experiencing the wave of emotions that come with that. And this word is so timely because, guys, you guys should see how many DMs I have right now. That's about giving your life to Christ in this pandemic during COVID-19. Yes, there has been many bad things that have come from this season, but there have also been many blessings that have come from this season. And there are so many people who are curious about starting their journey with Christ, who are curious about having a relationship with God. But the problem is that they don't know the wave of emotions that come with it. It's, It's exciting at first because you want to build this relationship with God and you want to be able to hear from God. But Jonah shows us that, Heavy is the crown like yeah you're royalty, yeah you're the daughter or the son of a king but the emotions that come with it can easily weigh on you. So the first thing that God showed me was that it says Jonah heard from the Lord and the Lord told him get up and go to Nineveh and tell them my message because I see how wicked they are. You have to put yourself in the shoes of Jonah. You're telling me to go to this place and basically condemn these people and let them know y'all been tripping over here and God not proud about it. So that's why Jonah began to run from it. And And the first thing that God showed me was that in order to know how to hear from God, you have to know how to hear from him. In order to know how to hear from him, you have to know how to hear from him. And what that means is that so many people try to figure out in the beginning of their relationship, how do I hear from God? Because when you first start your relationship with God, you don't just wake up and know what God is telling you. This is something that you have to practice over a certain amount of time, spending time in his presence, reading his word, fasting and praying, and asking him to speak to you. And through going through that process, eventually you understand and you receive the knowledge of how to hear from God. You gain spiritual sound in your ears to hear what God is saying to you so it says that God said to Jonah which means that Jonah had already started his relationship with God now he's he's at the place in his journey where he can hear when God is speaking to him and God has spoken to him but he don't really like what God is saying And God wanted me to start off this podcast with this because he said my children are eager for a relationship with me in this season and my children are eager to know the plans and the prosperity that I have for their life. They want the promises. They understand that I have abundance stored up for them and I have steps that have been ordered for them since they were in their mother's womb. They understand that part, but I want you to talk to them about when I begin to speak to them because don't just think I'm always gonna speak things that are comfortable to you. Don't just think that I'm always gonna speak things that are easy for you to do and that you want to do how are you going to act when i speak something that you do not want to do how are you going to act when i say that my plan for you isn't what you plan my plan for you doesn't look like what you had arranged in your will for your life it looks completely different actually it looks kind of scary actually how are you going to act are you just going to easily walk according to that or are you going to end up like jonah and begin to run because this is not what you thought it would be when you first started your journey he, t- he had me to write down that everyone loves talking about hearing from him but many hate what they have to hear because we have to understand that when you begin to pursue a relationship with Christ and when you begin to say that you want to walk according to God's will there are certain parts of you that cannot go with you on the journey there are certain parts of you that have to be stripped off you have to become a reflection of him a walking talking reflection of him so with that being said there are parts of you that must die in order for him to live so are you willing to be obedient when you hear something that you don't want to hear Jonah ran from God and looking at the story from the beginning on the outside if we just look at it with a plain eye it's like Jonah why are you running from God why are you being disobedient but when you really get down to it all of us have ran from God at a particular point in our life because God has said something that we didn't want to hear he told you to end that relationship and you still went back thinking that if you change then it will change but the outcome is gonna be the same if God said to let it go and you went back to that job even though you knew he was giving you an uneasy feeling in your gut but you went back because you know you got bills to pay and you just gonna try to do your best to change the environment so when we read verse three and it says but jonah got up and went in the opposite direction to get away from the lord it's easy to judge him when you are on the outside looking in but when you put yourself in his position we've all done a little running we've all done a god i don't really know if that's was that really you or was that me maybe i didn't hear right let me give it another try we've all done a little running when we started our relationship with Christ or maybe you may be in a season where you're starting now and you know deep down what God has said to you but you're still trying to start another option you're still trying to step into something else because what he said isn't comfortable what he said does not align with anything that you had planned so God wanted me to start off this podcast saying that the waves of emotions that come with starting your relationship with Christ is that the first one is going to be you're going to want to run when he tells you what he has for you to do because the promise is easy to hear but the process is testing and you were all along with the plan when you heard about the prosperity and you love the plan when you heard about the favor and you love the plan when you heard about starting a business but when it came to putting in the work now you kind of feel in a different way this is where the waves of emotions come in because i want to live for you but i want to hold on to me and i want to submit my life to you but i still want to have a say so and i want to give my decisions to you but i still want to direct the direction that they go in this is where the wave of emotions come in when it comes to saying you want to live for God, but you're going to have to die for self. So this is where Jonah was. This is how Jonah felt, where he felt like, I hear you, God, but I don't really feel what you're telling me to do. So verse three says that Jonah has gotten on the ship and he's hoping to escape from the Lord by sailing away. Verse four says, but the Lord hurled a powerful wind over the sea, causing a violent storm that threatened to break the ship apart. Fearing for their lives, the desperate sailors shouted to their gods for help and threw the cargo overboard to lighten the ship. But all this time, Jonah was sound asleep down in the hold because you know when you first start your relationship with Christ you don't really understand what the consequences come with you don't really understand the power of God you don't really understand how it's God's way or no way you don't really understand how he cannot lie so his word will not return to him void so the minute that he told Jonah to get up and go and send his message there was not a way that Jonah could escape from that there was not a way that Jonah could get out of that my word is what it will be my word will not return to me void so even though you think you're running from God even though you think you can still twisted your way and do it how you want to do it you have to understand that God is a mighty God God is a big God and he will send a whirlwind to stop you in your tracks it says that Jonah was down in the hold sleeping because you know when we think that we still have decisions or say so over our life we'll begin to sleep on God we'll begin to sleep on his authority we'll begin to sleep on the way that he'll move in our lives to make sure that his will comes to pass because you submitted your life to me because you said that you wanted to live according to my will so now that we're doing it my way I have to make sure that you stay according to the plan if you really want to get to the prosperity that I have set aside for you so it says that God sent a whirlwind in the middle of the sea to stop and threaten the ship because this is your first warning this is the warning from God and you know how bad this sea is you see how bad this storm is and they let you know that it's threatening to break the ship but because you want to run so much you're going to continue to go on your day and your destiny you're going to continue to do it your way even though he sent you a warning to let you know that this is going to lead to destruction. This relationship is going to break your heart again. This job isn't going to turn out right. You're spending your money too carelessly. You're going to go through an eviction again. You're going to lose your job again if you keep acting in that way. If you don't be a good steward of what I've given you, you're going to experience lack and poverty again. He sends you a warning before destruction, but sometimes we're like Jonah and we're just so set out on our own plan and the way that we want to live life that we ignore the warning of God. So it says that He sent a whirlwind in the sea. That threatened to break the ship. But because Jonah was persistent and wanted to continue to live life his own way, he went to sleep on the warning of God. I probably should have named this episode The Characteristics of God because though it shows the wave of emotions that we experience when starting our relationship with him, it also shows how good of a character God has. God has good characteristics that he tries to instill within us. And one of my favorite is grace. In spite of us being stubborn and stuck in our ways, in spite of us trying to run from his plan, in spite of us choosing to be disobedient when we want to, God is still a God that shows us grace. It lets us know that next, when you read the next scripture, it says that the sellers went in there and they said to him how can you sleep at a time like this get up and pray to your god maybe he will pay attention to us and spare our lives and what this shows us is that when you start your relationship with god and you experience those wave of emotions the wave of emotions they can be fear they can be doubt they can be uncertainty they can be you just scared to walk into what god has called you to because he calls us to such big callings and they're not always you trying to be disobedient it's just you not knowing what going to come out of what he's telling you to do. So God is such a God filled of grace that he will send someone like he sent the sellers to tell him that, hey, don't sleep during a time like this. Wake up and pray. Wake up and go to God. Wake up. He'll pay attention to your life. You're heading towards destruction. This ship is about to fall apart. Where you think you're heading, your route that you're trying to take, the path that you're on, it's about to fall apart. It's leading towards destruction. It's not leading towards your destiny. It's not leading towards what God has planned for you. He will send someone with discernment to be able to read your season and let you know, girl, this ain't the route for you. You need to turn around. You need to redo. This is not what God has planned for you. And if you keep on this path, it's not gonna end good. It's not gonna end in your favor and it's not gonna end in the prosperity that he promised you. So even though we unintentionally and sometimes intentionally disobey the word of God and try to do what we want to do, he's such a God full of grace that he will not only send you your first warning, he will not only send the storm to show you that this ship may be threatened, And he's going to send people to also speak to you and let you know, go back to God. See what God has to say about this relationship. See what God has to say about you moving out of state. Ask him for clarity. Girl, you need to pray and fast and you need to get on your knees and say, God, what is your plan for my life in this season? You need to go back to God and see if he'll pay attention to your life. So verse six says, get up and pray to your God. Maybe he will pay attention to us and spare our lives. And not only will God send a person to speak to you, to open your eyes on what, what he's doing in this season of your life. He will speak to you through someone that you least expected, because you have to understand that these sellers, they did not serve our God. They had their own gods that they served, like, um, the little temples and different gods that they prayed to. So he said, speak to your God. Maybe he will pay attention to us and spare our lives. Because at this point, the seller realize that the gods that I'm praying to and the God that I thought I was supposed to serve ain't doing nothing about this sea so it must be someone stronger out there it must be someone mightier out there so Jonah I'm gonna need you to get up and speak to your God because your God is our only option at this point your God is the last person that we can go through because nobody else is working for me so he said get up and speak to your God when you continue to read it says then the crew cast lots to see which of them had offended the gods and caused the terrible storm when they did this the lots identified Jonah. They said, why has this awful storm come down on us? They demanded. Who are you? What is your line of work? What country are you from? What is your nationality? Jonah began to explain that I am a Hebrew and I worship the Lord, the God of heaven who made the sea and the land. The sailors were terrified when they heard this, for he had already told them he was running away from God. They said, oh, why did you do it? They groaned, And since the storm was getting worse all the time, they asked them, what should we do to stop? the storm. What should we do to you to stop this storm? Verse 12, Jonah said, throw me into the sea and it will become calm again. I know that this terrible storm is all my fault. Because one of the ways of emotions that you experience when you're starting your relationship with God is acceptance. Acceptance that you don't always know what's right for you. Acceptance that you don't always have the answer. Acceptance that your way isn't the only way. Acceptance that the way that you were living before is not gonna lead you to prosperity. The men that you were dating before, you're gonna have to cut them off. The way that you was talking to people before, you're gonna have to stop that. Your inconsistency before, you're gonna have to stop that. You're gonna have to cut off some ways of you. You have to accept that the way that you thought of life before is no longer now it cannot lead to the promises of God it cannot stay in the will of God you are gonna have to accept and decide whether you want your will or God's will because they both cannot coexist you're gonna to have to accept that you're gonna to have to die to yourself every day and walk in who God wants you to be you're gonna to have to accept that your old mindset cannot thrive in this new environment you're gonna to have to accept that you're a new creature now and anybody that wants to hold on to your old you is gonna to have to go you're gonna to have to accept that when you give your life to Christ everything must change. Everything must shift with you. Everything must shift according to what he has called you to. And anything that doesn't sound like you, doesn't look like you, doesn't feel like you, doesn't walk like you, doesn't dress like you, it cannot exist in this new place that he's called you to. So one of the ways of emotions that you experience when you're giving your life to Christ is acceptance. Jonah had to accept that y'all, this storm that's happening right now, that's threatening our lives, that's about to wreck this ship, it's because of me. Because I chose to run from God, because I'm trying to stick with my mindset, Because I'm still trying to do life my way because I still feel like I know what's best. We're in the midst of destruction. We're in the midst of a disaster. We're in the midst of possibly losing our lives because I don't want to let it go because I want to hold on to the past and step into the new. So now I'm in the middle of chaos. Jonah had to accept that. Jonah said to them, if you, if you get rid of me, the sea will calm down. I know that this terrible storm is all my fault. And when you first start your journey, there are some things that you try to hold on to. There awesome paths that you still try to walk down and that's why God will send a warning that's why God will send people to speak to you and let you know that this isn't right and if you continue to do those same old things that you used to do you will have to get to the point where you accept that I'm either gonna lose my life or I'm gonna gain a new one because I cannot keep walking treading the fence I cannot keep playing it safe I cannot keep having one foot in and one foot out and I want to do it my way and listen to your way I'm gonna have to decide whether I want to lay down my life and walk with Christ or whether I wanna do it my way. But this is the point where he had to decide what do you want to do? Because at this point, you already got your warning. At this point, the people have already told you and it made it clear to us that the storm was only getting worse. It's not getting easier. The situation isn't getting any better. So you're at the fork in the road. What do you wanna do? Are you gonna do it God's way or your way? Jonah has reached the point in his journey where he can no longer ask why me. He has to accept that it's because of me that I'm in this place. It's because of me that I'm stuck in this toxic relationship. It's because of me that I'm still hanging out with these girls that I know is no good for me. It's because of me that I have lost my car. It's because of me that I don't have any money. It's because of me that I can't break this depression. It's because of me wanting to hold on to my ways and my mindset that I've reached this place. So Jonah said, I know that it's because of me it's all of my fault that this terrible storm has come. So when we go to verse 13, it says instead of putting him out, Jonah told them, throw me into the sea. Verse 13 says, instead, the sailors rowed even harder to get the ship to the land. But the stormy sea was too violent for them and they couldn't make it. Then they cried out to the Lord, Jonah's God. Oh, Lord, they pleaded. Don't make us die for this man's sins sins and don't hold us responsible for his death. Oh Lord, you have sent this storm upon him for your own good reasons. Because sometimes we have people around us who will try to push us to continue to do things our own way. Your company is important. The people that you surround yourself with is important. And this is also another lesson that you have to learn in starting your relationship with Christ is that your environment matters. Someone asked me yesterday, oh, I don't really go to church because I don't really see the point of it. The point of it is that I'm Iron sharpens iron. And if you're on the basketball team, whether the person said to me, he said... I don't really go to church because I just read the word myself and I get an understanding myself. So I don't really need to go to church. I don't really see the point in going to church. And what I said to him was that it's the environment and it's the accountability. If you were a basketball player, yes, you can sit home and learn new tricks. Yes, you can sit home and study plays. But when you go to practice, it's a different vibe. When you're surrounded around other basketball players, it's a different vibe. They teach you things. They point out things that you never knew. They strengthen you and sharpen you in areas that you wouldn't be able to do on your own. So though you can be a good basketball player by staying home and practicing yourself, yeah you can be good but if you get around other basketball players, if you get around other people who are walking the same walk as you, who are holding you accountable, who are learning new tricks and learning new ways to dive into God's word and learning new ways to tap into the spiritual realm, if you get into their presence, if you get into that atmosphere, you will go from good to great. So you have to understand the importance of having people around you. So instead of listening to Jonah, these sellers they said they were gonna row even harder because you know sometimes we get the warning from God and sometimes God will send somebody to tell you that this isn't right and sometimes you will even accept that what you're doing isn't right but you think well maybe if I just try a little bit harder maybe if I still do the wrong thing but do it in a different way maybe the outcome will be different maybe I can convince God that this is the way it should be done God I saw your warning and yeah that was cool and I saw that you sent them to speak to me and yeah I heard them and I understand that it's because of me but what if I change the way that I do it what if I do it a little different would that mean that you will bend and go with the way that I want to do it do it God let me show you that I did it this way before but I'm gonna do it that way now and I know that I shouldn't have been working, but what if I just apply for a different job, God? I know you told me to stop working as a whole, but what if I just work part time now? And I know you told me not to be in a relationship with him because he's going to cause me to stumble into sin. But what if we start going to church together now? I know I was doing it that way and it was wrong, but now I'm going to try to do it this way to see if the outcome can be different. So it says that the sellers began to row even harder to get the ship to the land, but the stormy sea was too violent for them and they couldn't make it because God was using the sea to say, I said what i said and i understand that you think that rowing a little harder you think that stepping into this relationship a little deeper you think that changing your method of doing this thing is going to change my message but i said what i said so it says that the stormy sea was too violent for them and they couldn't make it then they cried out to the lord oh lord they pleaded don't make us die for this man's decision but it wasn't this man's decision when you chose to row a little harder so you have to understand that's another way of emotion that comes with starting your relationship with god is understanding that it's not just the people around you you choose the company that you keep you choose to follow in their steps and yeah you may be praying at home but if you're in their environment with them outside of your home doing what they're doing you're just as guilty so don't try to say that it's because of their sins because you're choosing to be around it you're choosing to entertain it you're choosing to indulge in it when you know the warnings and the words that god has sent to you So it says they said to him, don't hold us responsible for his death. O Lord, you have sent this storm upon him for your own good reasons. And it says the raging sea, it says the sailors picked Jonah up and threw him into the sea and the raging sea and the storm stopped at once. Because now that you see that everything that you have tried, all of your options have exhausted. Y'all tried ignoring me. Y'all tried not listening when I sent the seed. You tried talking to Jonah about it and understanding why it was playing out the way that it's playing out. And then you tried to get smart and outsmart God. You tried to roll even harder because now you're trying to rely on your own strength. You're trying to rely on your own understanding. And I see how it's leading me towards destruction. And I see how it's going against the word of God. But if I could just Push through it, I'm gonna be all right. Eventually, they got to the point where they couldn't just accept what God's will was, they had to allow it to be what it was. So, they picked up Jonah and they threw him off the ship. And when they finally threw him off the ship, it says that the raging sea and the storm stopped at once. Because at the end of the day, Jonah knew the solution to the problem all alone because God had already told him his word. Jonah knew just like when we're in situations that sometimes drain us, when we're in situations that are sometimes killing our destiny, when we're in situations that are toxic to us, we understand what the solution is. We know how to solve the problem. We're just so stuck in our ways and stuck that we want to live according to our will and what we think is best and how we think it should play out that we allow ourselves to be in those environments. And then we drag other people into it because maybe other people can help me escape trying to let go of my life the way that I wanted it to be. Maybe other people can help me escape this business and maybe other people can make me be successful overnight instead of going through the process that God is calling me to. And maybe me still being friends with them and me being nice to them can change the way that they think or change the environments that they place in me or change their fraud mindset and the scamming that they're doing. Maybe if I just hang out with them, I can shift their mindset. Maybe I can continue to to be in these toxic settings with these toxic people and I can just be the light and it's not going to change me even though sometimes I do begin to talk like them and sometimes I do begin to drink when they drink maybe if I just continue to talk with them I don't have to do what you said do God I don't have to cut it off I can just try a little harder to be an example for them we think that we can bring other people in to give us an excuse to do life our way God I'm helping them God I'm praying with them even though we be out smoking I'm praying with them too once we finish God and even though they are toxic God I talk to them about you sometimes God and I invite them to church God so I don't have to cut off the friendship I don't have to cut off the relationship because God I'm talking to them about it so I can run away from what you're telling me to do I can just try a little harder to do it my way and pray that it doesn't lead to destruction because when you give your life to Christ another wave of emotion that comes with it is clarity he allows you to see every part of your life that does not look like his word every part of your life that does not align with what he wants and what he has for you he gives you the clarity to see that but with receiving that wave of clarity there's also a wave of conviction there's also a wave of condemnation there's also a wave of confusion because now you have to decide do I let go of the gang or do I ride it out with God like do I stick with the gang or do I ride it out with God and God I really didn't plan on releasing this part of my life I really didn't plan on letting go this part of my life I wanted to hold on to it so I understand that this wave of clarity has come that now that I've given my life to Christ but what happens when I feel confused because I want to love you but I want to live for me and I want to do it my way but I want to walk in your will what happens when God sends the wave of clarity that causes all sorts of confusion so now Jonah is in this boat and he has these people around him and he knows the solution to the problem that they're experiencing but he's still stuck because he's confused because he wants to live according to his will but he understands what God's way is I love when God gives me revelations like this because I get so many DMs and I get so many questions of people asking, well, if God is so good, why does he allow bad things to happen? And why does he allow us to go through things that hurt us? And why does he allow us to go through things that break us? And if he chose Jonah, if he loves Jonah, why did he allow Jonah to be in a ship that's about to be threatened by this wild sea? But it was because Jonah was running from who he was supposed to be. And we have to understand that sometimes we have to go through destruction in order to get to destiny. I'm going to have to destroy your plans I'm gonna have to destroy the direction that you're heading in Because I'm more concerned with your destiny than I am concerned of you being happy with me right now. Because I understand you may not be happy with me because of the decision you have to make. And you may not be happy with me because you're in a stormy season right now. You may not be happy with me because it seems like the ship is about to break. But that's not what I have for you. That's not the plans and the prosperity. And if I told you I have a promise for you, if I told you I have prosperity for you, I wouldn't be a good father if I let you go on a route that's leading you in the opposite direction. It literally says in verse Verse three that Jonah got up and went in The opposite direction to get away from God But what we fail to realize is that when You go in the opposite direction to get away From God you're also getting away from God's promises you're also getting away From God's protection you're also getting Away from God's prosperity you're also Getting away from God and all that He has set out for you everything that he Has promised you from the beginning you're getting Away from that too you cannot get The promises of God outside of God's Presence you cannot get the promises of God outside of God's will so when you're deciding to run from God, when you're deciding to rely on your own mindset and lean on your own strength and your own understanding, when you're making these decisions, you have to understand that you're also letting go of the promises and the protection of God. You're on your own at this point. Jonah was in that boat and God is so graceful and good that he was still covering him. But the decisions that he was making was not a decision that deserved to be covered. God just covered him because he's a good good God. There's things that you're deciding to do and there's decisions that you're making on your, own that's pushing you outside the covering of God and God is still there saying I'm trying to send you a warning I'm sending people to you to talk to you because I want you to understand I have plans for you I have prosperity for you but if you keep making these decisions if you keep trying to walk in your own steps it's gonna lead you to somewhere that's outside of my will so when you begin to question God, why are you allowing this to happen? I want you to go back to it's not why me, but could it be because of me? Could it be because of something that God needs to strip from me? Could it be because of a mindset that I'm trying not to let go of? Could it be because of my company? Are you surrounding yourself with people that are heading towards destiny or destruction? What are you surrounding yourself with? What are you allowing to deposit into your spirit? What are you walking according to? Are you walking according to your steps or God's steps? Is the raging sea happening because of the decisions made by you will the regency stop when you stop running That's what you have to ask yourself. Could I stop this seed by stop running from God? Maybe it's something that I'm doing that's leading me to this crazy place that I feel like I keep ending up in and it's not getting any better. It says the storm was just getting worse. At first, it was just a threat, but at this point, the storm is violent. It went from a threat to worse to violent. This thing isn't getting any better and God, I know that you're a good God, so if it's bad, maybe it's me. Maybe it's something that I need to do to change, to live according to the word and the will and the way that you have said for me. When we give our life to Christ and when we first start our journey with him and our relationship with him, what I want you guys to understand is that your walk with God, your relationship with God is way bigger than you. There's people that he has attached to you and he wants to reveal his power to them through you. So it's important for you to be obedience because your life is bigger than you. It's not just about you. Jonah was on that boat and yes, he was running from God, but the word of God says that God causes all things to work together for our good. So even though Jonah was running, it says that when they threw Jonah over the sea, all of those sailors were awestruck at the fact that God caused the wave to stop, the sea to stop the storm was gone the minute that Jonah got out of that boat because he was never supposed to be there in the first place and that's why your headache stopped the minute you got out of that relationship and that's why you were able to sleep at night the minute you let go of that job and that's why the minute that you moved out of that state it's like all of your confirmation and your clarity came back to you because the minute that you step back in the will of God everything seems to get back in order and it doesn't just get back in order for you the people around you see how everything shifts as well verse 16 says says that the sellers were awestruck at what happened when they put Jonah into the water the seas were calm the storm was gone because now they were back in the will of God so I not only want to ask you who are you surrounding yourself with I want to ask you could the storms of your life be not at you but because of you And if it is because of you or if you don't know if it's because of you, I want to challenge you to spend some time with God and journal in your book and write down and ask God, God, what is the last thing that you told me to do? And if you don't remember, ask him to remind you. And if you do remember, get back to that thing and then figure out what is the next thing that he wants you to do. He either wants you to be doing the last thing or the next thing, but whatever thing it is that he wants you to be doing, I want you to get in that thing so that we can make sure that this storm that's happening is not because of you. It could be coming to wash out the old and bring in the new, but the only way to know is to go to God and ask him, God, what do you want me to do? Am I living according to your will? Am I walking according to the steps that you have ordered? for me because I don't want to just be going through storms just to go through them I don't want to be going through hell just because I want to live according to my way I want to live according to your will so show me what do I need to change about me And then when God gives you that word, when God responds to you, I want you to make note of the wave of emotion that comes once God releases his word. Are you scared? Are you worried? Are you feeling anxious? Are you feeling depressed? Are you feeling nervous about having to step into this thing? Write down the wave of emotion that comes and tries to overtake you once God releases his word to you. Because what I need you to understand is that emotions do not lead to elevation. And in order to elevate into who God wants you to be, you're going to have to put your emotions to rest. You're going to have to make your emotions submit to the word of God. You're going to have to make your emotions align with what God says. And this may not feel great. And I am kind of scared of this thing. And I don't feel happy about cutting you off. And I am nervous about leaving this job, but I'm making my emotions submit to the word of God because I know that only his word can lead to true elevation. I want you to take control of the ways of emotions so that you can continue to prosper and elevate in your walk with Christ. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for blessing us with another day. We want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to tap into your presence, God. God, I pray that this podcast episode reaches the ears that you want it to reach, God. I pray that it plants a seed of obedience in each and every person that's on this podcast, Father God. Teach us how to control our emotions. Teach us how to make our emotions submit to your word, Father God. Teach us how to allow our mind to submit to what you want us to do, Father God, and not just what we feel in the moment, Father God. Teach us that if you've called us to it, you will See us through it, Father God. Teach us that we don't have to rely on our own strength or rely on our own understanding, Father God, but we can just lean on you in our certain and our uncertain seasons, Father God. Continue to mold us and continue to run your Holy Spirit through us, Father God, and allow us to be remade, not in our own image, not in our own ways, Father God, but in your ways, Father God. We love you and we'll forever praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So if you're choosing to sow a seed today, today we're sowing. The solid seed, the seed that's going to stand on God's word in spite of what our feelings feel, in spite of the wave of emotions that comes from the word being released. We're going to choose to be solid in spite of feeling a different way. In spite of not understanding how it's going to play out. In spite of not really knowing how we're going to walk in this thing. In spite of not really knowing are we even strong enough or wise enough to walk in this thing. We're going to be solid in spite of uncertainty. In spite of having to let go of everything that we've always known. In spite of having to release some relationships and having to release some, some jobs. In spite of having to release a certain mindset and release the plans that we had set for ourselves. We're going to be solid in the face. Of God's word, and we're going to rely and stand on Him and His strength. We're going to be solid and stand on who He is and not on ourselves. We're going to be solid and stand on His strength in the face of adversities, in the face of past failures, in the face of new people, in the face of old people, in the face of rumors and drama and opinions that come from every direction. We're going to be solid and stand in what God has called us to and trust in Him in spite of any other wave of emotion that tries to overtake us. We're going to be solid in the sea of uncertainty. If you would like to sow a solid seed, you can sow that seed at my cash app, which is dollar sign the Christian Bay. Or you can send it to my PayPal, which is the Christian Bay at gmail.com or polish144 at gmail.com. I pray that this episode inspired you guys to be solid in the word of God, to stand and not allow the wave of emotions to overtake you and cause you to stumble and cause you to become um, wavering in the word of God. Trust in him, stand in him, have faith in him, pull your strength from him. He is your source. And because he is your source, you can be solid. You can stand still in the face of anything. I love you guys, and I thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Christian Bay podcast. Join me on IG Live this Wednesday at the Christian Bay underscore for Bible study, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. Then join me again on live on Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern standard time for Faith Fridays. I love you guys, and I'll talk to you on Wednesday. Bye.